Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of Adult Puzzle Podcast. I'm your co-host, the one and only Lola, Lola Day, whatever your heart desires. I hope everyone is doing great. Lami Day, how you doing? How you doing, fellow co-host? I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. Welcome back, guys. Um, I'm happy. I'm happy to hear your voice. I'm happy to be back. I'm happy recording. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. It's been a minute for some weird reason. We took like a little hiatus and then <laughs> we're back to recording again. I'm excited for this week's topic. I'm also kind of nervous if I'm being honest. I was thinking about it last night. Um, I'm nervous because I feel like I'm such a novice in this area in the sense that like, I know a lot, but I also feel like I'm still a child slash learner. So mm. I'm very curious to see how the conversation goes. I also know that that's the whole point for this podcast is just to talk about, you know, how we feel about certain situations as much as we might not be experts. But I'm nervous a little bit for this topic, I will say. And because I, mm. I also don't want to put, I don't want to say the wrong thing because I know that it's such a sensitive topic for, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of people and a lot of different it's it's viewed in a lot of different ways across the world so mm-hmm. i feel like people are like what's this girl talking about what they want to talk about <laughs> the build up i just like the way you keep on like ah, ah. action film okay you probably hear what we're talking about they're like please 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 what was the hype <laughs> oh gosh <laughs> okay so the topic for today is we're talking about religion spirituality um, and I know I said I was nervous about it, but I'm also very like excited because it's such a huge part of my life. Like as as much as there's so many different elements of Lade, one of the most critical piece is like God. And I personally believe God is the reason why I'm here today, is the reason for so many different things. So it's a huge fundamental part of my life. But like I said, I also feel like my relationship in you know with god is is baby compared to like other people i know or other things but again let's dive into it (laughs) yeah 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 that's what we're talking about today and um uh, i mean i like i like the I like the fact that a conversation like this can happen Mm -hmm. i like the fact that um it's quite it's a quite it's quite a sensitive topic in a sensitive time, but we're not shying away from it. Cause to be honest, if we can have conversations like this, then, you know, communication might not be as true or as authentic as, uh, as it should be. And I mean, I'm not for that. There's so many things wrong in the world again. And once you now start having like, fake conversations and not being true like mm-hmm. address it talk about it let's so that's let's, why we have this you know so let's get yeah. into it let's, let's talk about it. it let's talk about it um before we dive in we actually have a very special guest joining I'm us excited. Today. <laughs> yeah. and i just want to preface this by saying so the person joining us is ek my cousin and ek is someone that i look up to when it comes to like spirituality and just (laughs) no for real and Inka is like I see her as my baby but when it comes to like spirituality and stuff she's literally I don't know 
way 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 above me and I actually like look at her and I'm like damn this girl got her shit figured out so <laughs> um I'm bringing her to the room today to you know join us in the conversation hi Ike hi Ike hi. <laughs> also guys Ike has the second name Ike <laughs> I've been holding I've been holding my tongue since <laughs> I know I mean when you care sometimes you say I sometimes you say Ike mm-hmm. I'm like Lale, are you mispronouncing <laughs> her name because it's such a beautiful name Ike and I'm like where does Ike come in from I'm like is she I know this person I'm talking up to, you know, or about to talk to is Yoruba. Yes. Ike is giving me, like, you know, some Nollywood actor vibes. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm like, what's going on? But I just be holding my tongue. I'm like, shoot, it's my first time. I don't want to say anything that's going to offend, but I'm happy you noticed that you've been flipping in and out of. No, yeah. Ike is like. I want to say our inside nickname for you. It's like a family nickname that we have for her. We know it's Ike. It's Ike Olua. Like, it's a beautiful name. But sometimes <laughs> we just we just like to say Ike. I don't know yeah. why. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Ike, welcome to the show. I mean, Thanks. Beautiful nice to name. meet you. Nice to meet you as well. Nice to meet you as well. Um, yeah, welcome, welcome, welcome. I mean... I think Lady said something really sensitive and really important, and I'm happy she didn't mention that. And that is, um, you know how close you guys are, and she was like, "Oh, you're her baby sis, whatever." And but in an aspect of spirituality, like she respects your journey, and she mm. kind of feels like she looks up to you in that sense. I think that's the first thing to note, and we'll probably talk about it a whole lot more. Yeah. When it comes to spirituality, there are actually levels to this. Yeah. And it's not an age thing. It's not a, like <laughs> it's it's not. some yeah. people put in the work, you know? So Yeah. I and mean, you have to put in the work. You have to. Yeah. 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 Amazing. 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 Okay. I mean, we like to start off with um, icebreakers-ish. It's just like things at the beginning to just get our guest juices flowing and <laughs> since you're an esteemed guest and not any different i mean we're happy to have you just a quick juggler you know <laughs> how many <laughs> i like that. she's laughing right she's like she knows. what's going on <laughs> how many how many church denominations in nigeria can you mention and we're going to go around Hmm. Let's see who can who can take Let's this see. trophy. <laughs> Anglican Methodist. Okay. Uh-huh. I think Seventh Day Adventist. They have Apostolic Faith. Wow. Damn, uh, good. I, said, I, I already <laughs> lost it because yeah, I was speaking <laughs> Redeem NFM. <laughs> they have a Catholic um yeah. what else do they have? I think Deeper life. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. Uh, let's see. Um, they have celestial, the people that wear white. Ooh, yeah. Wow. Wow. I've cuckoo called myself a baby. Please, <laughs> denomination versus like the church type are those two mm. different things? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. denomination is not necessarily like Christian. 
Mm, or is it? Yeah, it, it isn't because just, just like regular like, Christian church, mm-hmm. all they're doing is just like following Jesus and the Bible. Other mm-hmm. denominations, they're adding stuff that wasn't even meant to be added in the first place. So they're doing stuff very different. So that's, we just say like, that's like religion because it's kind of like man-made mm-hmm. instead of just like following what's in the Bible and just like following Jesus. But yeah, so other de- denominations, they you could stand for like three hours in the church and just standing. Why? <laughs> Why are you standing for that long? But I guess it's part of like the culture. Mm. yeah oh okay but i'm thrown off because when you say the other denominations are not going by what's in the bible i feel like some because like apostolic faith don't they read the bible in in their churches they do actually okay i think some of them it's not like they don't read the bible at all but Mm -hmm. like they do some extra stuff that's not needed I think that's that's why it's like very denominational because it's like okay yeah they're reading the Bible but there's like other rituals that's added to gotcha like just, okay yeah so you would say if I had to like break it down in like layman's term the denomination is really the branch out of how people like I guess serve whatever they're serving yes and okay. it's just like I mean denominations are not bad actually because I feel like one denomination can be like, okay, we want to praise God by clapping. This denomination can say, we just want to praise God by singing hymns. But gotcha. that doesn't mean that they're, that one is better. Right. Okay, it's so that's what I was trying to get at. Right. Yeah. So it's not necessarily yeah. they're, they're not Christian. Some of them are. It's just how they go about their practice. Yeah. And very, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And some okay. of them are like very religious in a sense that, they don't even have a relationship with God, but they're just going by the rules of by what the, the church is telling them to do. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. See, yeah. I'm already learning. You can't. <laughs> oh, wow. Um, I'm curious, though. What do you guys think? Religion and spirituality, are they the same or different to you and why? They're different. Okay. That's my answer. And the reason would be religion, I think, uh, is a way of life and who your practice. So it's almost like uh, are you a lawyer? Are you an engineer? Are you a doctor? That's so religion would now be the religious equivalent of that would be, oh, I'm a Christian. It's like an identifier. I'm a Christian. I'm a Muslim, I'm a Buddhist, I'm a whatever, you know? So religion, I think it's an identifier basically, or a way of life, a perceived way of life. Spirituality, I think is the practice, you know, the, the journey, the communication with your creator or your, you know, what you believe in that process. I think spirituality is the, act itself the art the if you you know if you yeah spirituality is the journey the process religion is just if you want to be real title you know because i mean there there are so many 
you know, title holders or religion, religious name holders who do not practice what uh, they preach. Yeah, what what they preach or what the religion itself represents, you know. So it, it is yeah for me, not for me. It, it is what it is. Religion is just it is it's a supposed way of life and like a title, like an identifier. Yeah. You know, while spirituality <clears throat> is more about the journey, the process, and you yeah. Know, yeah. yeah, I absolutely agree. I think they're very different. I think they can be related in the sense where, like, you can be a religious, you can follow religious practices and mm. then have your own, like, individual spirituality with um, whatever sacred thing mm. you're worshiping. But I do agree with you. I think religion is, in my opinion, like a societal system or maybe cultural system sometimes mm-hmm. or both, I guess mm-hmm. yes. with like practices, behaviors, just rules and regulations sometimes if we're being mm-hmm. honest mm-hmm. on things to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and usually like it does come around serving something, right. We're doing this because, you know, this is what we need to do by mm. so and so and so reasoning yeah and mm. i do agree with you like spirituality is a practice i think and i actually realized this like a few years ago where it's like especially for christians like i'm a christian and i i call myself a christian because i i genuinely started a relationship with god and that was on a spiritual level because mm-hmm. you know we physically cannot see god right and so it's like that spiritual belief and connection with something greater you know god i know some people serve other things we're just talking about this at my uh small group because you know i'm a student leader on campus and i do ministry so we talked about this and we said we're actually having a topic Uh which is interesting jesus versus religion why i hate Mm -hmm. religion and why i love jesus and Mm. we talked about how religion is kind of like institutionalized in a way that uh, even back then the popes were like in the government they were like they they had like like high places in the government and like uh it was what the pope said that you know that determined like how the church was right and uh we talked about spirituality too but we said that when you say you're spiritual you could be talking about because some people say, "Oh, I'm spiritual and I believe that there's a higher power." But then mm-hmm. someone said, "What higher power are you talking about? Are you talking about the universe, right. or are you talking about God?" Because if you just say, "I believe there's a higher power," like it kind of is not like giving God the credit that He right. should have. So, like if you believe in God, just say you you believe in God, if you believe in like the universe, just say you believe in the universe. But yeah, I do agree with Lamide because religious is just like do this, do this, A, B, C, D. Uh, and then spirituality is, spirituality is like your journey uh, and just like the practices, whether you're like praying, you're meditating. For the people that don't worship God, you know, they have, like, their spiritual practices, they read, like, their tarot cards, <laughs> and, like, just other stuff, like, that's all part of spirituality, Yeah. so yeah. it just really depends what type of spirituality are you practicing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. so true, yeah. that's absolutely so true, and it's crazy because even back to, like, the religion talk, down to what you were saying, 
speak here about like the institutionalization of religion as a whole. Isn't it crazy to see how even back in the day when you read the Bible about like some of the groups, you know, Pharisees, Sadducees, and how legalistic they were? They were. And a lot of things, and we see that happen now with the evolution today. Exactly, where it's like Mm -hmm. you take a certain thing. Like sometimes it's out of context. You're just taking that snapshot, hyper focusing on one piece of, let's say, the Bible, and that is Mm -hmm. exactly what you're using to guide your entire life and Mm -hmm. existence, rather than like the relationship, the practice, relationship and the practice, definitely. Because again, just for this, my um, point that Christians in general Mm -hmm. cherry pick what they believe in. Yeah, so this- that's actually so interesting because I think if you look at, and we're focusing on Christianity here, guys, because that's what we are. Like, we can only speak to what we know. And I don't think it would be smart for me, Lamideo, you get to come here and talk about Islam or Buddhism. Yeah. We don't know much about it. But even with Christianity, like, it's so interesting that you use that word cherry picking because that is so true. Like, you hear some denominations of Christianity where they worship god through like mary so jesus is uh mom mother birth mother or i've i've also seen somewhere they don't believe in jesus so it's like god and then like that's it um and it's it it may it baffles me because like again this is why i call myself a baby because i'm like is there a right way is there a wrong way it, not necessarily the spiritual element. I'm talking about the, the religious element because I think with spirituality, there is a clear, like, if you want to be spiritually aligned with God, like, you have to embark on that journey. You have to practice it and do certain things. But mm-hmm. from the religion aspect, it's like the people that are cherry picking on, we're going to do this and these, and these are the rules that we've set for ourselves. Is there right or wrong? Or is it just like, you know, to each to each they may and like to each his own? What you guys is think? right or wrong? There is? Mm. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Because I feel like when Jesus came mm-hmm. and he was like, even like talking to the Pharisees, like he was always correcting them because the things that they were doing was wrong. Mm-hmm. They just, you know, they were always acting like they were perfect and looking down on other people. Yeah. But yeah their heart was wicked. And Jesus was telling them, he was just like, you know, like, you can't praise me with your mouth and then be far away from me in your heart. Like you yeah. have to, like it's what's on the inside that matters. It's not about your, uh, it's not about your duties. He was like, I don't care about your duties. I care about who you are on the inside. So I think that's the wrong way because he does say that if God doesn't really know who you are on the inside, like, he can't help you because if you're pretending mm-hmm. to be what you're not, how is he supposed to help you? Like, how are you supposed to get to know God if you're just thinking that, oh, you know, as long as I'm doing this, you know. So, yeah, I think there is a wrong way because. So would you say, okay, because I agree with you, but I, I, I think everything you're saying, your heart the practice and like doing the actual things that God wants us to do. I kind of equate that as like being aligned spiritually. Mm -hmm. The religion aspect of it, or does it just automatically, is it supposed to lead into one? So you doing the right thing spiritually leads you in a specific religion. Like from the religious mindset, like that denominational and every, and 
each religion cherry picking a certain way because i do Mm -hmm. agree with you the pharisees like they actually followed rules right that they thought Mm -hmm. god had said do this and this and this but deep down they were the most judgmental their hearts were the nastiest and they did not have the heart that god wanted them to have god wanted them to have right yeah so your question is does from the religion standpoint like Mm -hmm. the rules and regulations so this is not you know your your insides and you having that individual's relationship with god Mm -hmm. this is like let me let me give you an example when you go to mfm you have to cover your hair (laughs) (laughs) um I'm trying to think if there are any other ones that come to your head. Um, for example, the the celeste, the celeste people are the ones that don't celeste, wear shoes, right? Yeah. They don't wear shoes, right? Like, is there a, is there a right or wrong way to serve God or to like? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I don't think so. I just feel like, honestly, I feel like the scarf thing and not wearing shoes thing. If it's not going to get you into heaven, then why are you doing it in the first place? Because I feel like those extra stuff, it's just like, it's just, to me, it doesn't make sense. Because I'm just like, why don't you just follow who Jesus has called you to be? Yeah. Like all that extra stuff. But I mean, if you want to do it, then that's fine. Do whatever you want to do. But I feel like instead of focusing on the things that don't really matter, why don't you just focus on the things that really matter and like the word of God and just follow who Jesus has called you to be. Like she didn't say like follow religion. She says, follow me. And I don't think Jesus ever said, oh, if you don't wear a scarf or you don't wear sleep, (laughs) so you wear jeans to church, he just said, follow me. And also the thing about even women too in church, you know, you know, it's just like, oh, you're a lady. You're supposed to be wearing, you know, you're supposed to be wearing long skirt and this and that. I don't, I don't think Jesus ever said, oh, a woman, you know, he just said, follow me because the thing is at the end of the day, we're not all going to, he has called us to be ourselves and not other people. So I think, I don't know. It's just very confusing with the denomination. Yep, it is. Yep, it it absolutely is, and I and I agree with you because I think that's how I see it too. It's it's what's on the inside. It's are you doing what God has called you to do, rather than like the rules and regulations of wear scarves, don't wear scarves. You know, some people say don't let any part of your body show. You know, things like that. But I know yeah. that there's somebody from like a cellar church sitting in this call they might not see it that way. So it's, it's very, yeah. Yeah maybe, yeah, maybe that's just their ritual. I guess you could you could just choose a ritual and just yeah. be like, okay, I'm gonna stick to this. And if your ritual is you don't want to wear shoes to church, then I guess that's what you're gonna do. <laughs> yeah, between you and God. At the end exactly. The that's what I like to say. Lambda knows this. I'm always like, who am I to tell you that <laughs> like, you are wrong? Like, the truth of the matter is the truth of the matter is this the truth of the matter is this mm-hmm. to your point and to Kev's point this is where as christians we need to what shine our eye yeah the bible how many chapters is it 66 60 how many it, it uh, has chapters yeah 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 <laughs> yes <laughs> the chapters of the bible like you have access to it yeah read it 
what you don't see inside don't do right it's as simple yeah. as that I, I, yeah. and this is this is this is why i pity a lot of like christians and stuff like again to our earlier point or our earlier established points religion would have you believe it in huh. a man that came up with a church and everything <laughs> erect a, uh uh you know a place a building whatever you believe in the man more than you believe in the word of god like mm. bruh whatever comes out of his mouth like so when i hear like some really dumb shit forgive my french like uh pastor is touching your breast pastor is beating you with cane pastor i'm like that's not a pastor yeah, yeah. That, that simply is not a pastor and he you talks know, about it in the bible too blasphemy where people are just gonna run with it and go wild exactly and again to your point Lord, i'll just be because a lot of a lot of stuff that we'll be saying here will be really annoying to the ears, but it's our reality, and this is why we have this space just to be honest with ourselves and hopefully educate one another on how best to you know get clarity. Mm-hmm. And I'll quickly jump on the point by saying you know all those people cherry picking you know the not wear shoes at all. I think again goes to our early established point so people and i think if i'm correct that not wearing uh shoes is like uh conquering or like dominating whatever land their feet touches and there must have been a part of that in the back but that's cherry picking because some people did it and had victory in that verse of the scripture did not say that you should not wear shoes again Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, Jesus right. was sandals now. Like, what right. is going on? Right. So, I don't get... I just, again, cherry-picking all that. And, you know, people will just, like, whatever whatever our daddy in the Lord has... <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. I mean, I sound like a hater, but I'm not. No, guys, we're not. Are mis- yeah. A lot of people are misled. Yeah. And whatever you cannot read for yourself in the Word of God, your own book... Is in your hand, is in your house, is on your phone. Don't let another. I mean, some people do have deeper understanding than you, but if you can't see cl- correlation between what you have read and what the person is preaching to you, is saying, "My yes, brother, yes, my sister, yes. zero. <laughs> Don't <Yeah>. do like that's <laughs> the point." <laughs> yeah. 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 No, I agree. I yeah. think, and it's well because. This is going to burst your brain, but I think up until maybe like my college years, that's when I started to go into the Bible for myself. Like outside of when the pastor would say, Oh yeah, open the books to Genesis, da 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 da. Like that was because for such a long time, I didn't really understand how the word is God. And God is the word. Like you will read it, but you don't get it. And it's like back to your point, Lamide. The word is really the guide that God has given us. And yes, don't get me wrong, there are people called in this earth to guide us through preachings and all of that. But you, sh- you as an individual, should also learn to discern. You know, you hear something in church, you read it in your Bible, you go back home, you meditate on it, it makes sense to you. If the pastor added his own jara 
know how to remove that jar from what you're hearing <laughs> like all of that and that's where the whole like practice and you going on your own individual journey comes into place like yeah but i've also you know i have friends and people that i know i was like this where they go to church you know to learn about the word and that's that's where they get all their message from it's it's from church it's from what the pastor says and not necessarily by going on that individual journey by themselves and understanding yeah so guys discern you know going to the bible going to the word and make sense of it by yourself and if you don't understand go to someone that can actually guide you but still check with check what they're saying with what's in the bible would you guys say i mean i feel like i already know the answer but would you guys say you're religious or spiritual or both or one or the over the other uh i would say i'm spiritual but i do like of course like practice yeah religious things like prayer is like religious not just in like christian but like they do pray in islam and like other things like meditation uh what else i guess praise worship Mm -hmm. uh yeah i would say i would say i'm more spiritual but like i do follow some religious practices yeah I think same for me. I'm a mix. I'm I'm spiritual for sure, but I I do follow religious practices like going to church. Um, Sundays, I I have that embedded in me where it's like sacred day. There's a certain mm. times I can't like do certain things on Sundays. Mm. Yeah. Um, I, I I would like to say the same. Um, but um, through through I mean over time with my mom my yeah let's just say same because my 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 statement might sound a little bit harsh and brutal but like i do not like let me use hate i do not like a whole lot of religious practices because of the abuse Mm. there are more there are more highlighted bad eggs in the system for me or from my standpoint and that that bothers me and that, in a way, conflicts my opinion about a whole lot of, you know, things. Practices, yeah. Religious practices. But, again, yeah. because it, it just it just doesn't work for me like that anymore. Yeah. Shay, you understand. No, I but, get it. I actually want to dive into that. Like, if you had to describe and navigate your... So, describe to us basically the history of your religion or spirituality journey and i could go first if, if that helps but basically what i'm trying to get at is like if you have to walk us through you know from childhood to where you are now mm-hmm. the evolution of how you see spirituality and religion and what that has meant for you mm-hmm. um i think for me i grew up in a christian household like that was huge for me um mm. my mom is very is very spiritual she's also christian and you know religious was very big my dad as well i think there was there was always a differentiation between my dad and my mom in the sense that i could sense that my dad was heavily spiritual less so much religion mm. religious but then my mom was a mix of both mm. um and because of that so my mom went to this church in nigeria it's called mfm for anybody that knows mfm in nigeria shout out to you guys anybody that goes to mfm shout out to you guys um 
But MFM, I'm not going to lie, yeah, being real honest, embedded a crippling fear in me when it came to like religion, spirituality, God. And I know, and and I'm trying to put a caveat there. Now I fear God, right? But if I had to describe my fear for God, it's more of like a reverential fear where it's like I respectfully fear God. The way you have the way you just can't say certain things to your parents, but you love them deeply. That's how I feel for God now. Versus before, it was like I was going to die because <laughs> if I tell you Yeah. And I was living my life, no joke, for heaven or hell. Like it was it, it, it was very crippling. Like when I told you, and this was like me as a seven, eight, nine year old. I didn't really know much about life. I was counting down to when I was going to hear those trumpets ring. Like it was scary. Oh Please can you guys relate? <laughs> I definitely, I definitely understand where you're coming from because I mean, it's one or the other. And that amount of fear in a young person like that I'm guessing that must have limited even the amount of questions that you could ask. I didn't didn't ask questions because I was told to (laughs) shut up. Like, if you had questions, that's what the devil, like, (laughs) that was the devil in me. (laughs) The devil had possessed me, basically. Uh, Yeah, yeah. Finish, finish. Yeah, so that was basically, like, my childhood. Mm -hmm. And it's also crazy because I remember going to that church. There was a way things happened in the church that, didn't really sit right in me so for example if you go to mfm again i'm not shitting on mfm because i do know that there's something beautiful about you know how they do things and ultimately they're still serving god it's just the way they executed it just didn't align with me so usually prayer points are very vicious for a summary in the sense that like the way the prayers were always delivered it scared the shit out of me for example, it would be like, you know, whoever doesn't want me to succeed, may you fall down and die. And as an eight-year-old, and I also think, I, I tell my mom this nowadays, and she always laughs, but I swear I wasn't supposed to be in the big churches at that age because they had a children's church, but my mom was like, no, you're following me to the big church. So they told my small head, I'll be going to the big church. And oh, you just be hearing like, may my enemies fall down and die. And there were even times where before I say the prayer, I would think like, oh, okay. If the prayer was like, anyone that that's trying to limit me, I will think like, oh, okay, I hope this is not referring to like, maybe my brother that ate my food yesterday. Like, I don't want him to fall out and die. Like, we're just joking. <laughs> but just little things like that. And for me, I, I, I grew up with that mentality of like, it was a do or die affair, right? Like anybody that was against me needed to die. And that was God's, like, you know, like, that was the way. And it was also, like, if I did anything wrong, I was going to die or I was going to hell. The the idea of, like, you know, God is, like, a forgiving God. Don't get me wrong. I know some people have taken that to the extreme where they think they can get away with everything. But that idea of, like, you know, God is love. God wants us to enjoy our everyday lives. What? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No? <laughs> like, it was kind of, yeah, again, it there was something about that that just imbibed that crippling fear like i would go to bed to 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 bed scared that devil was going to show up in my Mm -hmm. front because i had like i don't know lied about something or 
my just done something that an eight-year-old might do so that was my childhood um and I wasn't really serving God because I I genuinely loved what the word was telling me. I wasn't even reading the word. Like I said, it was more so you followed this because this is how you're supposed to do it. It's you do this you the right way, you do this the wrong way. And then high school, because I went to a Christian school as well. And don't get me wrong, throughout all of this, I still respected like the idea of Christianity and religion. Like it, I was never, ever, ever against it. It was just like how I saw it that varied. High school, I kind of got into a better groove because I wasn't going to that church anymore. I started falling in love with like worship sessions. And I started seeing how I was feeling whenever I would like get into the spirit of things like just really feel like I had a great session worshiping God or praying um I still wasn't really reading the bible like that like I would do devotionals occasionally but I wasn't really understanding it um there were some sermons that I would like more than the other so high school I said I was getting into the groove of things from 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 that perspective I would say with the sermons it was still very like legalistic sometimes where it's like you do this you go to hell you do this you go to heaven so that there was still that whole concept of like like, okay, these are the right things for me to do to go to heaven. Rather than like, this is how God wants me to be. This is how God wants my heart to be. It was very like, okay, this is what I need to go to, to, go to heaven, to go to hell. I remember there was a period in high school, this probably happened to Elama Day, where we literally thought rapture was coming. <laughs> oh, my oh my God. If you see the way I was scared for my life. I don't know oh why. Oh my god. <laughs> As you said that, it brought back some memories from high school for yes. me. College was when things changed. And I think God did this to me for a reason. Because college hit me with some trials and tribulations. <laughs> and I think with college, like, you know, in the States, I didn't go to a Christian college. So it was just like, you know, free will. And so that was when I actually had to make my own effort. And I think this varies for some people. Some people it's like, okay, you don't you don't have the, the systems in place. Your parents are not there. The school is not telling you to do. Then it just falls off. Versus for me, it was like, okay, you know what? I've been taught a certain way you know, throughout my childhood, let me actually go and embark on my own journey by myself. And let's see what, you know, this Christianity thing looks like for me as an individual. And that's really when I started to like, you know, go to churches where they would break the messages down into ways that I understood. And I think the biggest step that I made was I actually started to read the Bible and understand the Bible myself. And then I actually, I think in college was when I realized like, wait a minute, Lottie, you don't have a relationship with God. Like my prayers, no joke. I used to try and copy the things my mom used to pray. <laughs> I don't know if that happens to you guys, where it's like my mom will pray certain way. And I'm like, okay, I need to pray that exact same thing <laughs> because that's the way to do it versus like actually communicating with God and like talking to God, listening to, oh, that listening piece. I didn't know that God could guide you or lead you or the whole, mm -mm. It was like the church was the one guiding me. The church was the one telling me like this is what to do, this is what not to do. So college was really where I had that three sixty change, and I would say the biggest things that changed was I started to have a relationship with God on a personal level. I started to, you know, break down those barriers I had with understanding the Bible, and I'm still not there. I tell Ike this all the time. Like I'm still trying to learn the Bible, but the more and more I chip into it, I start to realize how, as Ike said, it's really in your heart. It's like the fruits of the spirit need to embody you as an individual. Like you need to understand what God wants for you first before you like, you know, now 
start saying like oh you're the most religious or in my own opinion i feel like no one is holier than thou i think everyone goes on a journey yes some people might be more advanced than the other but it's all an individual journey that you have to have as a person but i think the word is so key and that like relationship piece with god is is so 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 important but that's basically where i'm at right now i'm still learning i'm still evolving but i think how i feel now oh is so so much different than how i was feeling way back when when basically i was living my life not to die so that way i didn't mm. go to hell mm. yeah <laughs> mm. uh, um that's good that's good to hear that's good to know um it's a journey you know i've been growing i've been learning so much since september last year i feel like what might take some people like 10 years if they're not consistent like you can learn all those things in like five months Mm -hmm. and just i guess i just you know there's some days you're not gonna feel like doing stuff feel Mm -hmm. like praying and it does say that there's some things that will start in the flesh Mm -hmm. but like just stay there because things that start in the flesh will end up like in the spirit so just like stay there even if you don't feel like doing it just like kind of like make it your ritual and it's just funny because i was actually talking to a friend of mine i was like i spent like 13 years of my life in nigeria and nobody actually i spent 13 years of my life in nigeria nobody actually sat me down to be like let me teach you how to read the bible right oh my gosh i'm glad it's not just me because i feel like in nigeria religion is so big huge okay this is maybe an overestimation but i want to say maybe like 80 percent of nigeria is actually religious either you're islam or you're christian whatever like it's a very religious country unlike states where you have a lot of like different variation and even within christians i'm so surprised how so many people especially in our generation do not read the bible or know how to or even know that the bible is should be their number one source to god and not the pastor don't get me wrong pastors are great too i'm not shitting on pastors but i was kind of raised in the sense where it's like the church is supposed to tell you what to do and that's kind of how we were guided as compared to like the church is like an how, how do i explain it the church is an accomplice if, if that makes sense right the bible is 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 god like the word the god is word and so you really have to know how to read the Bible, understand the Bible in order to further your relationship with God and not through just listening to somebody sermoning you once a week. I mean, I think a simple way to also explain that would be that what you go to church for would, I believe, should be like a reaffirmation right. of what you already know. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, and again, that is not the case, you know, most of the time, because most people do not know anything or want to make an attempt to know. They go there to be, quote unquote, fully fed and spoon fed mm. by that, by their, you know, pastors yeah. or whatever. And I think that that is an injustice you do yourself. Yeah. Because um, from when the message goes to the pastor whatever the message he receives he or she receives the message 
from God, you know, mm-hmm. maybe after meditation and studying and the word, whatever. It has come to him or he or she has it. She is going to deliver it. The, you don't know the circumstances that may have altered the way that word is going to come to you. Right. You know, he might have had some experiences in his life that imputes in the way he will communicate that message. Mm-hmm. Some he might be real strong about, passionate about. Some he might not be as passionate about speaking on. You know, there are personal circumstances that come also to the delivery of that message. You know, Allah, he delivers that message on Sunday to you. He's delivering that message to a crowd of, let's say, 400 people. You too, you're coming with whatever condition, you know, you're yeah. facing your own issues too. Yeah. How you receive that information as well might be different from how the person next to you receives yeah. that information. Then we all live with different you understanding, know, understanding of what God yeah. has said to, you know, that's why it is your responsibility as a person yeah. to, you know, but that, that's just how I feel about that. As regarding my journey, um, I grew up in a Christian home, was born into a Christian home. Um, very early on, as far back as I can remember, I started attending Living Faith. I don't know if you guys have heard of Winners before, but like in mm-hmm. the church worldwide, that, that, that was what I was, yeah. So my parents attended there. Um, we kind of have family there and then where where my where I'm from, where my parents were born, uh my state of origin rather is um is a very um it's like the home or domestic uh headquarters so to speak of the church uh, because yeah family shots I started attending Living Faith when I was a lot younger. Mm-hmm. Um hence yeah it was it was it was good good as as far back as I can remember it. I mean again the discipline or the yeah the discipline that yo Sunday you get dressed we are going that was embedded into my skull like you're not missing it for anything no mm-hmm. excuses same like you had a choice when you're that little and um yeah I think we started attending redeem to somewhere along the line because we didn't just all, there was always just a redeem closer to your house. Oh, yeah. That kind of thing. So we go to, we drive from, we used to live in K2 before, and we drive from K2 to Ogun State every Sunday. Ah. And <laughs> that's some real dedication. Yeah. I remember all those drive backs from church. You get some cold super yogo and gala to like cool your nerves yep. before you get home. Mm-hmm. But what, um, on the days where you can't make that long drive to, uh, church headquarters we found a redeemed community and church close by i started going to that that's why i did two churches no Allah. i my primary school pretty much the same i think it was between redeem and living faith redeem and living faith secondary school i go back to living faith full-time because i attend a school called faith academy and this is where i think a huge foundation was laid in terms of like my 
spiritual understanding and mm-hmm. awareness and all that. Mm-hmm. So the church, the school, the secondary school or high school I went to was founded by a church. Mm-hmm. And so they had like spiritual curriculum built into my entire program curriculum as a, as a, as a student there. So you have situations where, uh, taking a spiritual class, like a spiritual prowess class, for instance, had weights like to my, and contributed to my overall grade. So my, whether I came into that, you know, term or semester, not wanting to pay attention, I have to, because it was a weighted uh, course at that time. So plus, it, it was weaved into things like we waking up 5 a.m. as oh, an yeah. entire house to go for devotion. Yeah. We going for um, communion services every Wednesday, you know, yeah. things like that. So, yeah, it was a proper standard, you know, um, faith-based school. Mm-hmm. And I feel like there I learned a whole lot mm-hmm. because in those classes, like I said, that we weaved into our curriculum, uh, it was encouraged to study your Bible, you know, mm-hmm. give reviews. We, I mean, we do exams of this topic. So, wait, was great... this like a religious studies class, or was this? Deeper? No, no, no. This is not CRK. This is not the general like wow. CR Christian religious knowledge. I wasn't joking. No, 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 no. This is like a proper. It's. I think the class was called spiritual prowess. So, wow. You know, like, <laughs> I mean, it was so deep that you would have like a tutor each term or a year, if I remember correctly, where you're treating different topics and passages in the Bible mm-hmm. and their reviews, their questions. I'm going to take exams on those. So either whether you liked it or you did not like the idea, if you wanted to pass that class, at least you will write something and have to study, right? right. So, I mean, that, that was it then. So I built, I would definitely say I built a very strong um, spiritual background there. Because mm, you, you know, were actually like reading the Bible and not just like a class. I had to, sis, right. I had to. Mm. Sometimes, again, like you guys or like every young person at that age, I mean, it might not always have been fun. You might have felt like overwhelmed sometimes, yeah. felt boxed in, you know. But, I mean, I didn't have a choice, so to speak, right. you know you know, get lit or get burnt. So I go with the program. So, um, yeah. Then after mm-hmm. college, mm, my, so again, college was a very personal journey kind of thing. There was no, <laughs> there was no community. No so structure to speak, that forced you. That, yeah. that said, oh, Wednesday's coming service. This, mm-hmm. you have to study your Bible. It's like, find your way around in the jungle so college i had i mean personally i think what faith academy did for me mm-hmm. was set a very again shout out to my mom who i think along with my spiritual teachers too as well mm-hmm. you know from faith academy were able to achieve what i call good foundation they were able to build that for me. Mm-hmm. So by the time I was entering college, 
when it comes to my spiritual beliefs or like knowledge or stuff, I've pretty much unshaken. Like there's some things that just could not phase me. She understand what I'm saying? Like getting influenced negatively or some other things or you know stuff like was just pretty much mm. like there's no point in trying you could try but i'm good you know that kind of thing so it helped me not get my way through college but i don't think i grew as much mm. in college yeah then um after that i yeah from college towards the end of my college i started searching for like a more personal kind of vibe you know more personal situation with this is my communication with God kind of thing. I think I was beginning to get tired of the natural reactions or relationships that were preached in some like denominations and stuff. Mm-hmm. So my love for Daystar, I was so happy when you guys mentioned Daystar. <laughs> Grail, you know, my uncle at sense that church. I started attending on my own. It was just a beautiful experience. And from Daystar, when I started working during NYSC, I had to go to... So you hear that I've been hopping a whole lot. And yeah. I hope this just tells you how much... I mean, some might look at it as a bad thing because if you're rooted somewhere, you're planning somewhere. But I'm trying to give you a natural picture of how an average person would probably have lived life as a Christian in Nigeria. So when I started work, I, I joined a church called HICC because it was closer to home, Harvester's International Christian Center. I've heard of that. It's it's like a mega church in Nigeria too, right? Yes, it is. Yeah, yeah. Now they can call them mega. I mean, yeah, yeah, it is. And um, it's it, it was nice. I attended there for a year, I think, consistently. And now that I'm back in the state, and I'm in the States, I attend MFM. And I just oh. want to mention. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! And now, I mean, I, I just want to say something. So, in all this, I think I've been able to. You said some things, Gladia uh, Kid, that I think I really agree and understand and want to point out. So, I think you had said something about when you were introduced to MFM as a kid. It's like, oh, I mean. I can't even blame you for being scared, right? I think that whole introduction process that you and Ike are, are speaking about or have spoken about is really key. How do you really introduce religion to your kids? How do you really introduce spirituality to young people? Mm-hmm. I think that to a very large extent, more than we think, determines the outcome or the trajectory I think so of too. People. Yeah. I think it's yeah. important for people to start paying attention to that. And so, again, the way I've, I've looked at this religion thing, you know, you know, earlier in the conversation, very early on, we said that, you know, different people or leaders cherry pick whatever it is okay. and they start their own show, whatever. However, it is also important to know that different people have their own different callings. And I think MFM, you, you, if you're familiar with that, um, their their own calling by the founder general of Russia is more towards like the deliverance side of things, right? You know, delivering people from you know whatever it is through mm, yeah. So it's more the deliverance side, like you 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 have like vices, you have things, yeah. You have with signs and miracles, like 
you have vices you're struggling with you have uh, mm-hmm. you know things that you think are spiritual problems that this can be a physical coincidence or whatever there's some there's some churches that are founded on the basis of just faith they want to nourish your faith they want to they just want to feed into that because i'm actually like okay that makes sense yeah they want to nurture your faith with you they want to grow with you they want to they just want to like be there with you that kind of Uh thing then there's some churches that are just like financial breakthrough that is the calling like on wealth that kind of thing churches like that would have wealth seminars they will give you tips they will do like that all within the word of god do you understand what i'm saying that's a, so churches like that have their own kind of you know vibe you know so different churches different vibes if you get if you stay there long enough you will know the kind of you know theme that surrounds that church so i would say coming here now in mfm mm-hmm. i get it now in term, and I'll explain. I think to a very large extent, externally, how I look at it is the way like they, I'm like, yo, die, die, die. If I have a funny story, <laughs> an uncle of mine, they had an MFM church mm-hmm. um, beside the house. And die in Yoruba, uh, a local dialect in Niger- a, a, a tribe in Nigeria, die in Yoruba being school. And so because this church has like, a Yoruba interpreter, mm-hmm. anything the English person says, the Yoruba person, the Yoruba interpreter has to, you know, say that. Yeah. So they had this super loud um, speaker outside their church. <laughs> and the house is just close by, right, guys? Yeah. I kid you not. On Wednesdays and Sundays, two words that you're going to be hearing <laughs> every die, time was and that used to be like a running joke in the house where oh my god die everybody else would just be like cool <laughs> i would just be chilling watching tv or whatever i mean it's, it's funny now but well i'm part of that now and i i i think i get it and that's why i say i get it is this if we want to be honest with ourselves, mm-hmm. a lot of things, I mean, everything is spiritual. What I, I, I mean, The spiritual does control the physical. Oh, and yeah. The, the, there are a lot of things that happen that we assume are just normal. And when, when they say die, some I don't think it's meant literally. You understand what I mean? They, they're saying the spirit should die. You understand? Because if we do get it, like... I don't think you want <laughs> demonic spirits repenting. Let them die again. Yeah. Like, go away. <laughs> Just that what I mean. But yeah. again, you have to have built a level of understanding in an individual, nurtured them from young and everything. Don't just throw someone into it's almost as how the Bible will say, you know, you start with milk, right? Yeah, we'll and then you move to so again, food. yeah. Like Ike has said earlier, and like you have also mentioned as well. I think the right introduction and then studying the word. Even the Bible highlights, you know, you starting with milk first, like there's a growth thing to this process. You don't just so invite someone and become a Christian and start saying die die you know what I'm saying but right. like I also <laughs> think sorry to cut you off but I think okay. to add to that too 
you're, you've actually enlightened me so much. Like, you don't understand. Because I've always wondered, like, how is it that a church can just be so hyper-focused on enemies dying, uh, progression, people that are mm-hmm. from progressing. Like, just, especially when you hear their prayers, their prayers, there was no element of the other pieces of it. And, mm-hmm. that, and that's kind of, like, my question is, like, okay, that makes sense, understanding the focus of the church and because mm-hmm. spirituality is, and I agree with you, the spiritual element of things, the things that we don't see mm-hmm. is a huge, huge part of this world that we live in. Right. Mm-hmm. But the other pieces of it, in my opinion, are missing pieces mm-hmm. like how to go about your day as mm-hmm. an individual Mm. to have the fruits of the spirit like Mm -hmm. yes i understand like we want our enemies to die Mm -hmm. but i i'm also getting a bit caught up on like okay what happens to the other pieces of it and i don't know if they preach that but i i I I, never i was just about to answer that yeah so again this is also another very you know it's a misconception yeah so I was on your side of the boat too. And probably 80% of Nigerians feel the same way. It's almost a stereotype. Because you hear the die coups from speakers around your neighbors or yeah. whatever, and like there's a certain light that is cast into them. However, it will shock you and you'll be surprised that at least because I'm a very kind of go to the source kind of person. Mm-hmm. And so I've heard this man preach quite a number of times. And can I say that his understanding of the word, hmm, sis, it's, it's good. It's pretty damn good if I may do say so, if I do say so myself. And I hear him talk about things like you said, fruits of the spirit, things to help with daily living and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Although I've noticed that he's a very strict to the word type of person it 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 it, it, i say that because i don't think he 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 he's uh, he's preaching his teachings do not like uh they don't bend to today's i want to summarize that you'll probably get what i'm trying to say like they don't bend to today's adjustments or accommodations of how life is supposed to be. be yeah it's like jesus didn't say this don't count me in that kind of vibe right. so i just want to say in summary i, I want to say that um as far as that particular uh you know, denomination is concerned i think maybe how you're introducing matters and so would be they do have an encompassing growth uh um, program in terms of like nurturing your spirituality yeah. and as well a hyper focus like you pointed out to delivering or deliverance you know yeah because that's the ministry but yeah i w- in one word i would say my spiritual journey has been very mm, multicultural multifaceted multifaceted I've been exposed to a whole lot yeah but I think one thing that is unwavering for me is if it's not in the bible yeah mm -mm -mm, I think that's key so that's not that's what keeps me grounded if you get what I mean yeah yeah that's that's nice to hear to wrap this all up um I do want to ask you guys 
what have you learned so far from your, I'm going to say spiritual journey, because one thing that we've kind of emphasized here is how we're, we're all more spiritual than religious. Yes, we do follow some religious practices just based on things that we respect and things that have been imbibed in us. But ultimately, it's really that spirituality that's so key. Um, so what have you learned so far throughout your journey? And I want to be very cautious when I say if you have to give tips, what would they be? Because I do know that EK, you had said this before, and I absolutely agree. Church specifically and religion, to some large extent, it can be very um, subjective, meaning mm. that it can work for one person and it might not work for another person. So, for example, yeah. look at Lamide. Lamide was able to figure out decode MFM versus me as a child. I'm like, don't get like there's a way I see MFM that I'm like, I, I can't go back there anymore, but yeah, it works for some people. It doesn't work for some people. So that's why I'm even like, even with the tips that you guys are sharing, it's it's more so what has worked for you and maybe just sharing that with what mm-hmm. might work for somebody out there. I've learned that uh, the gospel mm-hmm. is from like a place of love and that correction. Is. Like that it's is. not just always oh feel good and i'm blessed a yep. hundred times a day like there's some times where you're gonna not feel good yeah you're gonna doubt you're gonna struggle your t- your faith will be tested yes and like there's times when god will always meet you where you're at and there are times where you're going to be, like, asked to, like, give up certain things, repent. Like, it's not just a 100%. It's not always good, 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 good. Mm-hmm. Not that good is not good, but, like, that's just, like, part of it. And I feel like if you really want to have a relationship with God, you're going to have to get to know God for who he is and yeah. not your idea yeah. of what... And not your idea of what uh, you want God to be like. Just really accepting God and trusting him for what he says that he is. Yeah. Yeah. I think I realized that through my journey, you have to keep trying. Like you have to put in the work. Um, And that was something that I'm not going to lie. In the beginning, I didn't really get it in the sense that um, every single day, maybe, well, every day, I would say that that's the goal. It's like every day you have to put in a, you have to put in a little something for you to continue to grow. And I think Lamide said this before is like, even in the Bible, it talks about how we're childlike where we start with milk. And then over time we start to increase our tolerance and then we can start taking solid food. That's, that's what I realized through my journey. It's like, okay, you can't just like learn one thing in the Bible and just expect to be, you know, great. Like Mm -hmm. you have to go back. And has this happened to you before EK where you like read a Bible passage and you understand what it's telling you, but then you go back to it in a separate day and like you have even deeper understanding. Mm, yes, that's what I've been trying to do, really. I feel like that changes a lot. A lot. Going back and like meditating. Yeah. need to do that more. Yeah. Yeah. And it does take practice, like, you know, practice, 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 putting in the effort. The last thing, which this. I want to say I really tried my best to start embodying this last year and two years ago was it doesn't just stop with 
you learning the word, but it also like applying it, like how are you going about your day? Um, are you letting your lights shine? Like the Christ lights shine through you in your everyday lives, the things that you do, if you see somebody that needs help, are you helping them out? Just like basic things like that. That's something that I really try to embody throughout my spirituality and getting closer to God. It's like, okay. And I don't know if this happens to you, Ike, but there are times where like I hear the Holy Spirit like guiding me. It's like I walk past someone and then something is like, wait, 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 wait. There's something going on. And then I go back and I'm like, are you okay? Do you need this? Do you need that? I don't believe that just came from me. I think that's the Holy Spirit guiding me. And I think of course. The Definitely. More you, yeah. The more you start paying mm-hmm. attention to how are you living your everyday life outside of like your study time, outside of you know the church, but how yeah. are you sharing the light that God has put in you on a daily basis? Yeah. Definitely. And I have something to say. Yeah. God is real. I'm not saying this because, oh, like when you've experienced God for yourself, oh my God, like he'll do wonders. Yes, he will. Like he'll do wonders with you because like, I really like, I'm telling you guys because like God is, he's so good. Like he's amazing. Like I'm a testimony because I mean, God has called every one of us. He has plans for our lives and he wants to use us because even Jesus said that I'm leaving. He was like, the things that I did, you're going to do more, you're going to do better. So I feel like if you really let God use you, oh my God, you guys, you're going to do wonders. Like you're going to be the one that's pointing other people to Jesus. Like when you speak, the way you carry yourself. Yeah. When I when Lola, when Lola, when I'm around Lola Day, mm. she really inspires me because she's so selfless. The way she cares for people and the way she just she's just selfless. And I feel like she has like inspired me that way. I'm like, okay, it's not just about me. And I feel like that's being Christ, like that's being yeah. She puts Thank others before so herself. Much. Thank you so and much. Like, that's God, please. Please, please, please. <laughs> Yeah, so yeah, I just I'm just like excited for what God would do in our lives if we just yeah. let him. I feel like a lot of us, he has so many amazing plans for us, but if we could just if we could just stop and just wait and just take time to chill and be like, yeah. oh, let me go back to God. Let's let me talk to him. He wants to talk to you. He yes. created you. Yes. It can preach what? because I so literally I said this before. Like I didn't know how to pray. Like I was trying to copy my mom, and now I actually have <laughs> conversations with God. Conversations with God, yeah, anything and everything. Be, you know? Yeah, like God I mean, is our it's friend. It's how it should be, but I think, well, Lambda, what are you saying? <laughs> I said it's how it should be, you know, like yeah. the conversation kind of thing, because you fear God, you fear God at everything, but the way some people, you know, I think he wants to hear how your day is going. Definitely. Yeah. You know, it's a journey. You know, spirituality is a journey, first of all. So if you understand that it's a journey, understand your, your relationship with God is a, is a beautiful thing, and you can, you know, you... you the work that you put into it would dictate the, the results that you have, right? So nurture it as best as you can. And um, please, please, and please, I'm preaching this gospel throughout today's episode, but 
find a correlation always trace whatever you hear on the outside to the word of god if it's not there you know if it's not in the bible just ignore it let it fly over your head you know <laughs> and just like move on because yeah I, you don't want a situation where everything that you think you're just absorbing and doing absorbing yeah. and doing not even knowing why you're doing not knowing not, said so <laughs> god bless you not knowing why you're doing not knowing the understanding behind it the consequences yeah. whatever but someone said so and all yeah. that so yeah i mean once you have a good understanding of look if i don't find it in the word of god if i don't find it in my manual I'm good. Thank you very much. But thank you. You'll be fine. Yeah. And guys, I said this earlier, but I think it's so important because I think that's what's missing in a lot of Christians. Let our Christianity, let the God in us shine. Like, Mm-mm-mm. be a good person. Mm. Like, that is missing. Very important. It's so don't important. Be, don't be evil. I'll <laughs> be praising God. I'll be praising God because that's what people are seeing. <laughs> that's what people do. Yeah. Literally. And it talks about how, like, you know, evan- evangelism, like, it's not just by going to say, oh, you must go to heaven. No, it's like, let mm-hmm. people see God let in you. Let people see God in you. Recognize yes. that and be like, wait. Mm-hmm. Who are you serving? Like, I think that's so important. Share love, have joy, mm-hmm. be patient with people, mm-hmm. be kind, have yeah. self control, know how to control yeah. your anger, the your words anger, that you say. Yes, be definitely. Ju- yeah, little mm-hmm. things like that. I think it's so important in you know the whole spirituality and being a Christian and all of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you guys so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I mean, (laughs) listening to you today. Oh my God. You see why I said she's (laughs) she's a teacher. (laughs) Such such a beautiful experience. Your takes, I learned so much from both of you, actually. I really enjoyed it. You know what? I say this every time to you, but I think I might have a new top two. I, I think this episode has gone to my top two. I've learned so lie. much, no joke. Like the MFM thing lie. blew my head because I'm like, that <laughs> makes sense, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now I see MFM different, so look at you. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh my God. Thank you guys so much. Um, thank you for joining us on another episode of the Adult Puzzle Podcast. Mm-hmm. It, it's been a wonderful time. Thank you guys for rocking with us. Thank you for tuning in again, and we hope you enjoyed it. Um, Please like. Don't forget to like this episode. Rate as well as subscribe to our content on all digital streaming platforms or wherever you listen to it. Rating us is important, guys. Please. Give us those five, five stars. stars, okay? Please do. Please do. Um, yeah, so come your way again. Same place, same time next week. It's bye-bye from us. Thank you guys so much. Bye, guys. Love bye. you so much.